we made it. This is the final and kind of bonus episode of I'm New Here. But don't sweat it. If you know someone who should be interviewed on I'm New Here, I could be persuaded to make a second season. You might, Rabbit, you might. This one is a shorty, and I wanted to share my last questions with River because they had more to share than I could fit in the last episode. River's perspective is a unique one. They're creative and challenge people's views, but if you ask them a question, you should expect a very honest answer. So a question I really wanted to hear a true answer to was, what would you change about this wonderful part of the world? I really would love to see a community that is okay to not agree. I don't want to live in a world where we all agree and and think and feel the same things. That's boring. That's a scary world to me. Um, where I feel the biggest sadness and where I wish I had more ability, as you say, to maybe wave a wand and make something change, is having other people that maybe I'm living slightly in fear of because of fear of judgment or fear of their own fear of me, um, that they would feel not threatened by me that they could just allow my space, my existence, to be co-side with theirs. So I'm thinking in particular to like the, um, the gay sidewalk and just how there was such a rejoicing when that went down in many ways and just how hurt I was as an individual to feel, finally feel like, wow, this is slowly going to start to feel safe again. I've never felt as scared as I have coming out as I have in this community in Smithers. And this is a community that I like to think of are these loving, caring people that are going to help me. And yet I'm fearful whether that's based in reality of physical safety. I don't know. But what I witness and see at town hall meetings or things like that is there are people that would want me dead that don't want me to be able to express myself, to show my breasts, to, to be gay, to, to love people who I want to love. And yet I'm okay with their existence. I would be okay with having a crosswalk that maybe is representative of one of um, maybe the churches around. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't, if, if, if the fear is, well, if we give this to one quote-unquote group, then we have to do it for others. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Let's make that our thing. Let's be Smithers as the, t- you know, the crosswalks of creativeness and that people get to have their identities, um, all their different identities come forward. So that's, that's my thing is I want people to be okay with being different mm-hmm. and, uh, and still allowing that space. So what advice does River have for someone thinking of moving to the north? Come with a partner. <laughs> if you're polyamorous, queer, genderqueer, fluid person, um, I picture singleness for the rest of my life. See what I mean? Told you they were honest. I'm okay with that at this moment. <laughs> Come talk to me in 10 years. Um, that, I would say, come come forth. Um, be prepared. It's the north. Yeah. <laughs> there is still a lot of um, physical challenges living here which um, you have to be a be willing to learn and to become self-sufficient because if you're wanting something to get done you're most likely the one that is going to have to do it spearhead that go for it move forward because either a there's somebody that's already doing it but they're too busy or b no one's even doing it so you have to recreate it hence the burlesque like no one was doing it okay well I want to have burlesque community so let's try to get this going Mm -hmm. 
And then COVID happened. So, <laughs> so. And what does River think it takes to build a community, especially in a remote northern community with a large contingent of conservative beliefs? Their very existence is challenged by some people's beliefs in this town. Uh, to me, I see dialogue starting because that's the biggest change. So those one-to-one conversations, those humanizing of each other um, is key. Um, so again, for myself, making sure that I am visible mm-hmm. in, in many ways. Um, so going to Pride, dressed as River, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things. Um, but then also being political behind the scenes and making sure that I'm touching base with maybe some of the new queers that are coming back or new to the area. So like finding them out, being like, there's somebody new in town. <laughs> Have we checked in with them? You know, kind of thing like that um, is, I think, key. But the dialogues, just continuing to demystify the other. Right. is key. I like ending the interview portion of this show on this note that River shared with me. It's an anecdote about a conversation they had with their dad about fitting people into your system of beliefs and how detrimental that really can be to a happy life. I was having a discussion the other day with my dad who was <clears throat> being quite hard on Republicans and making very generalist statements. And I was called as bullshit because I'm like I won't stand for extreme lefts (laughs) either Mm -hmm. and whether it's because I'm getting old I don't know but I'm like how are we how would we be any different if we just villainize the other Mm -hmm. because we're human so there is villain there is good we're so much more complex Um, and so to challenge him quite heatedly so I was because I just it was frustrating to see somebody who I think is really intelligent just being like, oh, well, all Republicans, and they all do this, and they all are into... And I'm like, what? Bull. (laughs) Let's look in our family. Just the three of us right here, sitting around here, we would consider ourselves socialists. Can we say we have the same socialist beliefs? No. And we're, like, born and raised in the family together in our unit. So, to again, that, that othering is... It can be so hard. But that's what we do. That's how we've been raised. It's the, what we've been taught to do is put people in boxes to find understanding and meaning in our world. Mm-hmm. If they don't fit in the box, that's not good for us because they, we can't wrap our heads around it. It creates that unease. But we need more not fitting in the box to show that the box was faulty to begin with and we really just created it, so let's rework that however we want it to look. Yeah. River is the final voice on this series, I'm New Here, because they possess the spirit I believe to be alive in the town of Smithers, and all the wonderful weirdos of the Bulkley Valley. Now for the little bonus I talked about. As a newbie to the valley, I like asking people, what do they do for fun? Like, what do you tell someone that they have to try if they have one day in the valley? And most of my guests really didn't want to tell me what I had to do, but rather that each of them had a special place that they thought was kind of magical. So, as a nosy parker, I had to find out and share, where is your favorite place in the valley? First, let's hear from Craig Stewart, my ski guru. Oh, boy. Uh, there's lots. I would have to say Babine's. Babine Range. Um, I hiked in there a lot, and it's rugged and beautiful and, and majestic. There's lots of wildlife. Uh, so, I would say... Of the Babby Mountain Range, and then uh, second to that would be the rivers. You know, just kayaking on the rivers, um, sitting on the banks, 
watching the sunset on the rivers, uh, taking a, a drift down in a canoe or a kayak or playing at Tableau Falls. Or, yeah, it's just uh, beautiful. The, the water, the river runs through it, and it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's so peaceful and clear and clean. And uh, yeah, it feels, it feels like life is running through the town. Now, Karen Demart with two answers. One, a very logical and literal response to the question, and then later on in the interview, one that gets to the heart of why she loved this place so much. Well, if they said, if I'm new here and I and I can only walk, where, where could I go? Mm-hmm. I would direct them to the perimeter trail okay. and go out onto the gravel bar of the river mm-hmm. because that's a, that's a nice grounding spot. Yeah. You can see a lot from there, mm-hmm. and you're right in town. That's it, it's in the no, it's in the in the babines and um, okay. Silver King Basin was the first place that I actually uh, hiked to mm-hmm. when I was here. I actually think I skied it first, and um, and to this day I still I just love going into there. What is it about it? Uh, I think the configuration of the mountains. There's uh, that basin is is pretty special that way mm-hmm. uh, because you're it's a basin with peaked uh, snow-capped mountains. You can get up into them. Um, spiritually, there's a lot there mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. It's a pretty cool place to go to. I mean, there's lots of other beautiful mountains too, Yeah, but I like to gravitate to that one. Are the Babines your favorite mountain range around here? Mm, well, that spot, it has that, it just, just ha- you know, holds a special place. Yeah. Yeah. Angelica Langen, owner and operator of Northern Lights Wildlife Shelter, who makes me want to know this place so much better. Is that a special area for you as well, or do you have a specific place around here that you find that it feels almost um, spiritual and personal when you're there? That's a grounding space almost? For me, it would be the Silver King Basin. That's funny. You're the second person who said that to me when I asked. (laughs) It's a special place. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me why a little bit more about that? It's just very mystical. It it, it just has an appeal to me. I guess um, going through the high timber and then coming into the valley, opening up the way it is, the animals that live up there and so on. Yeah, it's just... And then the memory of Joe Losa, which, which was a friend of ours. And there's so many things tied up in it. Years of horseback riding into there with clients and and kids camps and there's tons of memory in that area and it's just a special place. Mm-hmm. Riverwild, who lives up to their name? Part of my draw to come back up north was uh, while I was growing up, about 26 years in Victoria, I still was always needing to connect with energy with just me. That There's such an intimacy um, growing up. Part of it might be my autism spectrum, um, but this idea of me and nature and quiet and just being very present. So coming back here was happening because I wasn't being able to find those places anymore in Victoria. Populations were getting so big that beaches that used to just be me all of a sudden had families and other people and it just didn't, there was never a time I could just unplug. And so coming back here, especially to the Kispiox Valley, it, it's my sanctuary. It is the place on earth where I feel like the world could fall apart and somehow I'm going to feel 
safe there. I used to feel a lot safer until satellite dishes came out and it started to feel less like we're secret. But I used to feel like this was this hidden secret place in the world that we would go and the whole world could come to an end and we would just go and, and live and, and be in this nature and this surrounded by um, the mountains, the rivers, the water. Mm -hmm. The name river was and the river wild were very much conscious and based in nature. Mm -hmm. So again, it was a gender neutral name. Um, it also involved rivers. So rivers can be fast flowing, they can ebb and flow, they can have power, they can be gentle, um, they can caress, they can be all different temperatures. So to me, river is nature is so important. And so to me, that is my spirituality is being in the quiet, being with the bugs, being with the dirt and the sounds of the world around me that is silent in many ways. So. Yeah. Wayne Peterson with a short to the point answer. Unbelievable. The mountains. The, yeah, the mountains are unbelievable. Doesn't matter if you live here in Paris or Smith, it's still mountains are on you. And Ivy Watson, who I think has probably the best descriptions of the mountains here. That motherfucker right there. I'm pointing to the mountain. Yeah, um, I, I, my peripheral vision likes its hugs. And it's sad when um, when they're gone. My answer? I'm kind of a creature of habit. So I have a little tradition that I like to do at any time of the year, but most especially on a warm day. I like to walk through Ranger Park and down to the campsite. I walk on the driveway going down because I might see some friendly faces along the way and share a wave. Then, I walk through the path until I get to the first split and keep going straight. I jump over the fallen log, and I step on the root growing out of the ground, the one shooting straight up. And I always, always think of Black Swan when I do this. It's actually become a mental tick. I see someone walking their dog, and then I take out an earbud to wave. Then I go to the river, I strip down to my pre-dawned bathing suit as long as I've thought that far ahead, lay my socks on my shoes, and walk into the river until I'm about waist high. Once there, the current starts to pick up, and I just let myself float, staring up at the sky. Then, once I'm properly cooled off, I go back to the shore, careful not to slip or jab my foot on a sharp or slimy, or worse, slimy sharp rock, and I never bring a towel. I let the sun dry me off as I drink a cold and likely sour beer and listen to the water. Then I walk back slightly uncomfortable now that my pants are wet because my bathing suit is still on, and I take the long way back and listen to a podcast. So what's your favorite place in the valley? Thank you for listening to I'm New Here. This project has been so much fun to make. I'm New Here wouldn't have happened without the funding from the Bulkley Valley Community Arts Council. Each episode was a labor of love. I hope that you, the listener, love where you're from or where you're at right now just a little bit more after listening to this podcast. The music in each episode is Makai Beats, and you can find Makai's music at makai.com. That's M-A-K-I-H.com. Thank you to Lily Blamberg for transcribing each episode. And you can find each episode's transcript on hassanpod.com. Just click on Listen to Hassan Podcasts. Thanks to CSK Smithers Community Radio for playing this show. And lastly, thank you to the Bulkley Valley for inspiring this project. If you want to contact me about someone who I should interview, hit me up at hassanpod.com. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Pam Hassan. Thanks for listening. <laughs>